June 16th, 2022, doing my check-in. I don't know how uh, well this is going to turn out audio-wise because of the lightning and thunder and rain, but I'm hoping that it'll be kind of cool um, as long as it doesn't get too loud or too close. Fun fact, about 15 years ago, I was indirectly hit by lightning, like a tendril. I got like kind of blown off the ground, so I have a healthy respect for lightning. Sometimes too much, but uh, right now it feels safe enough. We'll see. I might end up running, but we'll deal with that when we get to it, right? So today, I uh, have not been able to go for my walk. I don't want to go walk up through this. Um, just got done meditating, and I have a bit of a headache today. I Every night I'm realizing that it's so hard for me to shut my brain down. It's hard for me to meditate because, for the best reasons ever, it's because I'm so excited and I have all these ideas and plans and, you know, projects that I'm working on and I just, I, I don't want to stop. It's like sleep is in the way, right? Which, that's, like I said, the best reason to not be able to sleep. <laughs> but that means that it's harder to work and think clearly the next day when it's time for me to be up and getting to do the things I want to do. So that's a cycle I'm trying to cut and that's part of why I like really getting up early and doing my walk and exercise early um, just to kind of wear my body out so that I sleep. Um, and I've always struggled with falling asleep. I mean that's always been an issue like since I can remember. Um, like an hour at least, you know, to fall asleep. So part of establishing my morning routine last summer really was about um, fixing that, which it when, I, when I'm consistent, um, I was like shocked. I was like falling asleep within 20 minutes, which is like a blink of an eye for me. Um, but yeah, so just... I don't know, probably go for my walk later today, it's supposed to clear up, so, but it's going to be really muddy, and <laughs> as funny as it would be to watch me fall while I'm on camera, I, uh, don't want to avoid it, or I don't want to do it, I want to avoid it, so I'm going to probably just make this my check-in. Um, trying to feel out what I'm feeling today. Um, I guess in some ways I feel like I'm not fully awake and my walk helps me kind of, you know, get the blood moving um, through my brain. But uh, I'm really feeling excited. Um, one of the reasons that I realized going into you know, production was my root is because there's so much creative opportunities and like so one if you're you know you I have a lot of different tasks that I have to do right in production and so one I can jump from one thing to the next to the next when I'm like okay I need I need a break from this let me go work on this and it's a different task but not only is it a different task often it involves creativity and I'm all about creativity and creative communication so it's kind of perfect um, and I just kind of 
what's the word, like reveling, I think that might be the right word, reveling in the, um, just the opportunity to like, ooh, and then I get to do this, and then I get to do that, and I get to do this, and blah, 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 blah. Um, so much so that it's funny, like my plan has completely gone to crap in terms of what I was going to do with my first week. And I keep finding myself being like, oh, you know, I got to get my schedule back in time for going back to work. And I'm like, but I'm not going back to that schedule, you know. And it's like, okay, well, strike with the iron's hot then. You know, if, if I'm so absorbed in these projects that have been like one after another of brainwaves of creativity hitting me, I dictate my schedule. And part of what I'm doing <laughs> is jumping into my business full time and if I'm like boom 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 then why stop myself you know as long as I'm feeding myself and taking care of the basic necessities you know so I don't know what's gonna happen next although today I mean I've been hopeful <laughs> that I was gonna do some like cleaning stuff and I just keep not I'm just like I mean literally I'm just taking enough time to eat shower most days and do my walks and that's it I mean I'm like I'm constantly in my nook working um, but again it's like okay well hey there's gonna be times when it's gonna slow down or I'm gonna feel pessimistic or I'm gonna feel like I'm having a bit of a creative brain freeze and that will be the perfect time to really like start scrubbing things you know I've found that when I really clean deep clean some stuff that uh, it kind of does its own mental reset, I think, because I can kind of step away and the pressure steps off of creativity and it allows things to just kind of marinate. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out, like, figure this out, you know? I really am my own boss in that as long as I'm taking care of the basic necessities, Let's do what makes the most sense, what's the most efficient, you know, it doesn't have to be whatever I think it's supposed to be based on how other people or companies or whatever do it, right? So, and I really, one of the big things I'm identifying very quickly, because now it's been several days in a row, I need to find a way to shut my brain down at night. And I try to meditate while I'm meditating, it's like, like I said earlier, it's like hard for me to meditate, which is not usually the case, but I'm so, like, I just, and then I lay down, and it's just like, <laughs> this and 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 that, what about this, what about that, ah, you know, and it's not a panic feeling, it's like a, why, do we really have to sleep right now, you know, is that a necessary thing for functioning, are you sure about that, <laughs> let's get up, let's go do some, some more stuff. And, like, even, you know, I know that, like, having screen time, like, light at night in your eyes that, um, you know, slows down your body's sleep cycle. In fact, I have a light alarm. Like, so I, I set my phone alarm in the mornings, but I also have, like, a, a, a light alarm that mimics the sunrise, which totally, highly recommend. I mean, seriously. I also have a cat alarm, because apparently recently he, I don't know why, but he's like, I guess maybe he's sensing it, and he's been like walking all over me, and making noise, I don't, I don't know what that's about, but anyway, at night, so a lot, my work, unless I'm recording, 
which technically there is a screen in front of me, but unless I'm recording, um, you know, for the podcast or recording for this, you know, or there's other things I do to, you know, taking pictures, although I can't really do that at night, although that would be very interesting. I might do some nighttime photography. See? More brain waves. Anyway. At night. It's like, you gotta stop. <laughs> I know you want to work on this. I know you're super enthusiastic, but you have to stop, if nothing else, because even once you stop, you've been staring at this freaking huge computer screen for hours. Your brain isn't, your body is like thinking the sun's still up. So even, you know, when you stop, you still need time for your brain to, body to catch up, right? So that's been hard. And again, like, I w I'm glad that I have these problems. Like, these are the types of problems that I love because that means that I'm so enthusiastic, energetic, going on the thing that I have passion for that I'm, you know, determined to make succeed as best I can. That, yeah, this is like, this is, I'm the luckiest person in the world problems. <laughs> so, I'm not complaining, it's more of reflecting and solving problems, you know. So, not sure how I'm going to do that. Uh, walks and exercise every day are still good. I think the reason my knee was messed up is actually because of the desk that I have um, and sitting there for hours working on stuff. Um, the desk is not quite a desk, um, so that's something else that I'm I'm thinking, so I have an extra glass desk that I'm thinking about setting up in the living room. Um, so my nook space is like, it's like a movie theater and then it's dark whether, you know, it's daylight or not. Um, which I love because it's like a secret magical space. Uh, but sometimes I want the daylight and also because like I said, the desk that's in the nook is not a desk. It's actually my grandmother's uh, like cabinet basically. It's a really nice cabinet. And my big computer is sitting on it, and so it's got drawers, but it's got no leg space. And I'm a short, short dude. Uh, so what I do is I either splay my legs or I put them, you know, side saddle. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's not working, at least not in the long term. And so, and I have a tablet, well, laptop, tablet, Surface, whatever. Um, and my stuff is on an you know, external hard drive. So what I'm thinking is, is that I'll set up my glass more utility desk in the living room um, and just have basic things on it. Maybe a lamp, a cup with pens, G2 Pilot by the way, uh, and a keyboard, because I got plenty of keyboards. I'm all about keyboards. I know it's a weird thing, but hey, you know, that's me. So, then what I could do is when I want to be in the daylight or when my legs need, you know, different positioning, I could go up to the living room and um, just plug my external hard drive in there and then continue working what I'm working on. And in some cases, I don't even have to plug in an external hard drive. I can just email it to myself, pull it up in my email, boom, 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 work it back, send it right back to myself and pull it back up on my main computer. So strategies, 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 strategies. I'm all about the most efficient systems. Um, creative systems, thinking outside the box. In case you haven't picked up on that. Um, yeah. Side note, it's also really weird doing these videos because since I am posting them, I'm current. I haven't advertised it. I've showed it to like a, less than five people. 
Well, I guess technically five people have seen it. Um, no, six. Um, but I'm not advertising it at all, even though I'm posting them, because I'm still, like, working on certain things, like, figuring out, you know, my style and all that, but also I am nervous. But also, what my point is, is that even though I'm using these videos, so, like, technically I'm talking to future Alex, but I can tell, like, obviously there's things in this video that I've explained that Alex already knows. Alex knows about... <laughs> Alex knows efficient systems. <laughs> Creativity. I'm obsessed with keyboards. I know all this stuff. I don't need to say that to future Alex. He knows. He's, he's, he's well aware of that. But I feel like, um, because I know I'm posting them, I want to, like, give a little bit of backdrop. So I'm, like, still documenting where I'm at where I've been, where I'm going, or where I think I'm going, because who knows what waves will come at this ship next, but I, uh, it's interesting, because it, it, I think I talked about it a couple days ago, that I can feel the difference of, well, I am talking to future Alex, I am documenting what happens when you jump off the cliff of, you know, from your 9 to 5 to your, you know, venture or whatever, um, and that's still true that I'm documenting that, but because I have that awareness, because I'm, you know, uploading these videos every day and working on the transcripts, so I have a full awareness that these are also could be potentially seen by anyone in the whole world. I um, there's definitely a different dialogue, or I guess I guess the audience, that's what it is. So I, it used to be I was sitting in the audience in an auditorium alone. I was like, what's up, man? How you doing? This is what's up. How do we get out of this? How do we do this? How do we solve this? This sucks, or this is great, or whatever. And it was like just me and him. But now, there's six other people next to him. And there's an awareness that anyone could fill all the other seats. Like, anyone could come in and out that door in the back of the auditorium. And so I'm like, alright, so... Maybe I don't talk about super, super intimate things... But also, here's a little backstory on this and that, because even though Alex, who's sitting in the front row there, knows, you don't likely know, unless you really, really know me. So yeah, that, um, that that's an interesting shift. And I didn't, when I've been thinking about this project for months, I didn't anticipate that part of it. Like, I guess, I, well, I I know that I had this idea in my mind that I would be very, like, talking to Alex, I'm talking to Alex, this is just to Alex, you know, I gotta stay on point to stay, I have to keep him in front of me to stay authentic, but a natural evolution has been that it just, it can't quite work like that. Now, he is still there, I'm still talking to him, I'm still being as real as possible while not being boring, you know, I am an animated person so that's natural um but yeah it, it's it's a shift i do take pride in the fact that i um i make plans and i try to see them through but i'm always open to new data points that i'm always um correcting course i mean things happen that you don't expect I mean, even, I don't know if I mentioned this in one of my videos, but leaving my 9 to 5 the way I did, I didn't, that was not my original plan. Uh, it was, it was a very different plan. 
Uh, but then things shifted and I had to decide how to handle it. You know, well, I'm going to steer my ship this way. Well, guess what? That big wave's coming at you. Yeah, well, I'm going to keep ship, keep going that way. Yeah, but uh, that big wave is coming. <laughs> you might want to. You might want to do something about that. Just because that was your original plan doesn't mean that's the right plan, right? So, uh, still the destination, more or less, is the same. But how you get there, sometimes you gotta, gotta be flexible, right? So, determined, flexible. So, that's what's happening here. You know, um, right now. Hey, what's up? I'm talking to you. You, 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 you. I'm talking to Alex. I'm talking to whoever's watching this. Whoever decides to watch this, and uh, that's that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, a little bit of coffee. Hmm, it's a strong cup. Tastes like it was made at my grandmother's. It's a joke about her putting jet fuel in her coffee. Oh, extra strong. Might go visit her today, actually. So, I don't know if I got anything else. I mean, I, I do. But it's the same. I just miss my person. I really miss her. I'm grateful I know her, even if I can't date her. Hmm. And I don't know. Sometimes it's heavier than other times. You know, sometimes. I think because I've been so enthusiastic <laughs> that I can't even meditate or sleep or barely eat enough that I'm, um, you know, it, it distracts, which is good. I'm, I'm grateful for it in that sense. But then when there's a pause, when there's a moment, it kind of. You know, comes in. It's hard to be in love with someone for over nine months and know that they're right up the road and you can't see them, you know. And that they love you too, you know. It'd be one thing if they was like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, ah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> no interest, but it's not, you know. We, there's no question for either of us that we want to spend our lives together and we aren't so that's hard and it's taught me a lot in fact I think it's part of why what's happening is happening it might sound crazy whatever might all of this sound crazy so turn me off if, if I'm making you uncomfortable but uh, I honestly like I feel like you know I would always have been so I think I would be categorized as um, anxious attached. I think that's how I would be categorized. Um, you know, like the attachment styles. And I actually, even looking into them, I feel like it can kind of like a little bit of a spectrum of a couple, you know, but whatever. Maybe a little avoidant in there too. <laughs> but um, I've definitely learned a lot about myself because As a, as a partner, uh, and, and as a friend, and as a human, relating to other humans about how, 
how desperate I'd, I've been for a partner. And not only that, how personally I took it originally that we weren't together. Um, you know, like, oh, well, you just must not love me. <laughs> you know? you might, you're saying you do, but you don't, you know. Um, those types of things. And because of the extremeness of our situation over time and many months and conversations and blah 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 it's like no you do love me and fear does crazy things and that doesn't make you love me any less and that's no um it's it's forced me to for me to be my lover which <laughs> is really funny to say that might be the title of this episode <laughs> that's pretty funny um, but it has, like, I've, I'm here for me, like, regardless of whether she's in my life or anyone's in my life or not, I fall asleep with me every night, and I get up with me every morning, and, you know, I am enough for me, and she now feels more like, if she, well, I mean, even where she's at now, like, just at a distance, but being able to communicate, I mean, we were talking this morning on the phone, you know, um, she still supports me and loves me and you know we support each other and validate each other and grow with and because of each other um so i still get a lot of it's not like nothing that's for sure but the point being that whether she's in my life physically or not at all not even a phone call that i've been really forced to grow and and, tr and, and really not just love myself, although that is still a work in progress, but love myself, but kind of be in love with myself. And not obsessed, not um, narcissistic, you know, getting stuck by the pond and staring at my reflection until I die, but, um, but really, truly loving myself, not despite my human flaws, but because of my human flaws. And that's really important, the despite. Um, it's not like overlooking it. It's like, no, like, <laughs> you are imperfect, and that's what makes Alex Alex, you know? So, I say all that to say, I'm grateful, and I don't think it's really a coincidence that, um, that we met and fell in love and aren't able to be together. Like, even our relationship and all of its um, painful growth that we've had thus far has allowed me to do these videos. I mean, I made a couple of videos before I met her, just to document like when I realized like what my company was, because I knew my company existed, but I was like, <laughs> the way I've explained it is like, not to compare my company to trash, but you know those art installations where it looks like a pile of trash and then the camera like rotates around and all of a sudden as, when it lines up right, it's like this beautiful like, portrait or whatever. That's how I see my company because I've, I've known my company existed um, since like 2016, I think, 2000, I think it was 2016, um, but I was like looking at it cross-eyed and not seeing it correctly and then last time I was like boom I mean everything just all the elements came together in the right way and I suddenly saw it for what it was and I did document that like holy crap you know maybe one day I'll post this I don't know my beard is like gnarly it looks pretty rough uh not attractive anyway 
So I did like a couple of those to document that actually per my dad's suggestion. Oh, thank you, dad. Um, and then when I met my person, I knew something was different. Like I couldn't explain it. And here's the rub. I think about this one particular person who, if they ever watch this, they're going to laugh at me and I don't blame you. Uh, but they, I remember years ago, like almost a decade ago, they were like, I had met someone and I was like, I think I'm going to marry them. And they were like, don't you, don't you, no offense, but didn't you say that about so-and-so? And for one, yes. And two, if I'm dating them, it's only because I think there's a possibility that I could marry them, right? I'm not, I'm not going to settle. I'm not that type. Uh, but the, the third piece of it being that, um, so since I met my person, I have evolved and grown so much in, in a spiritual, in a, in a mental and emotional way that it is like, I'm, sh I got to do multiple videos <laughs> about that if I wanted to really go into it. Um, but also nearly a decade ago, I was very much lost I you know I was um, I didn't realize I was trans and hadn't obviously then transitioned so I was like tormented in that way and confused and I was drinking all the time and I was like running from one thing to the next to keep myself distracted from the pain and shame and guilt and fear that I was feeling and so anyone that looked like I could trust them and were warm and you know that I was attracted to they became you know the answer right and so again you know if you say okay well if you're not going to settle anyone that you date you're thinking you could marry fair enough and also and the, by and large the people that I dated and loved were wonderful people I mean you know it's nothing against them and I, it's but I, Alex, was, um, I, I wasn't showing up as a whole person, you know? And so I was looking to them um, in a fill the void type of way. And so when I, pause real quick. If you date someone and it's not working, that's no one's fault, by the way. You don't have to blame yourself for them. There are wonderful people that date and they just aren't the right match. So, I feel like someone probably out there needs to hear that. I, I really don't like when people are like, just turn their ex into an enemy or themselves into an enemy and it's like, ah, you know, ah. It's like, no, dude, like, you can be wonderful freaking humans and not be the right match, you know? It's just, that happens. <laughs> Doesn't mean that that one of you is the bad guy. Okay, anyway. So when I met this person, there's a whole different Alex who met that person in that I hadn't dated anyone for years and I um, had transitioned, which is a big thing. I had stopped drinking and at that point for a couple of years um, and I... Um, had made really big moves in my life, scary big moves in my life to um, to to live a fulfilling life. Really scary things. And 
I had figured out my calling, more or less, you know, like what my business was, which it really, I don't even like business because it's like, you know, I think capitalist and money, it's not even, yes, I want to be, have money to feed myself and have a house, but also to be able to donate to causes that I believe in and, you know, do the things that I want to do, um, but I don't like business just because of that implication, but, so my calling that I'm also hoping to make successful and you guys will all get to watch and track and see what happens or doesn't happen. <laughs> Stay tuned. Who the hell knows? Um, but I also, on top of all of that, went from uh, about a month or two before I met her, um, went from atheist to, I'm just going to say spiritual, I'm just going to keep it broad, but basically really feeling, going from feeling that we're just a rock flying through space in the dark to, oh snap, you know, I am like a, an, I'm an expression just another expression of the whole freaking universe um and that there's something peaceful about that uh, even if it's still very unknown and i can't fully comprehend it uh there, there i found some peace and then on top of all of that um i remember in the week or two leading up to meeting her and i think i might even have a video of this me saying like to, you know, to be the people in my life, like, I'm okay being single for the rest of my life, like, I honestly felt, and I kept saying, it's like, I have so much abundance, you know, I have this peace inside of me, I have this alignment, I feel good about who I am in an overall sense, still things that I'm trying to work on and forgiving and blah, 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 but overall, having this, like, sense of worth, essentially, I finally found my calling, I believe my calling will lead to me being able to, um, support myself you know in a financial sense you know my calling not being my hobby essentially being my calling um and i kept saying i remember sitting there in the living room saying like and, and like tearing up out of all of it all of like i have so much abundance i could never ask the universe for anything more and i can't ask for a partner i can't and i'm okay with that because I have so much spinning. I don't even have room for a partner. I don't even, I couldn't even, I don't know how I would do that because, you know, I've got me. I've got me to date and I've got uh, my life to live. And then, boom. <laughs> she just comes rolling into my life out of nowhere. And I, there were so many things that I couldn't even explain about our connection. It was very confusing. I actually have done like a lot of research on the internet because I was like, what the heck is going on here? How is this possible? This doesn't make sense. Like, and I'll one day I'm sure go into that more, but um, yeah, so. Not to try to justify <laughs> what I'm feeling, but if you know who you are, if you're watching this and you're like, yeah, but didn't you say you were gonna marry so-and-so? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, and I don't blame you for laughing at me now and questioning me, and that's okay, because guess what? This is my life, and I know who I'm in love with, and I know my person is my person, even if we never date, even if we never get married. I... I know. So... And I'm a better person for it, for her, because of her, because I know she loves me. 
Well, this video went in a whole different direction. We were talking about operational enthusiasm, and here we are talking about the man in love and being a part of the universe. The storm is blowing its way out. I can hear the birds coming out. I'm sure you can too. So, I might go for a walk. Yep. Alright, well, <clears throat> my coffee's getting cold, pretty cold. My hand's starting to fall asleep from this angle and holding it still and not walking around. So I think it's time for me to sign off. <sighs> Hope it's been enjoyable. My person, I know you're watching this. I love you. Alex, I also love you. I see you. <laughs> Sitting there in the auditorium like, hey, what about me? <laughs> I love you too, Alex. I love you, child, Alex. I love you, family and support. Friends that I don't reach out to because I'm too afraid or ashamed or whatever. I love you all. God, every time I come back to you, this is a very interesting experiment. I am definitely pushing myself uh, to the edge, to uh, my comfort, my, the edge of my comfort zone. But I keep coming back to, hey, I'm trying to be as real as I am, trying to be as honest as I can be. I grow, I change, things change, opinions change. Who knows where I'll be at in a year. And no matter what, I just, I wanna track track this <laughs> my dad and I were talking and we made a joke about the fact that it's like in terms of like doing these tracking recordings that I because I started on day zero you know the evening of my last day at my nine to five it's like I <laughs> jumped off the cliff and clicked record <laughs> so I don't know where the story is going you don't know where the story is going and uh, hopefully, I hope that I keep these videos up and that I make the podcast. I'm thinking, I think, I keep being right on the edge. Um, maybe that's what I'll do today. But um, I hope I keep these up. You know, it's good to be uncomfortable. It's good to be challenged. And... Maybe you will, maybe you won't, maybe I'll pull them down, but I'll know. <laughs> I'll see what happens. <laughs> Sucks for you. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and sign out. My pinky's falling asleep. Pinky finger, I mean. All right. Love you. Hopefully I'll be checking in tomorrow, right? Bye. <laughs>